At long last, fall has arrived. Join us this week on The Swearwolves as we ring in the most wonderful time of the year by discussing two horror anthology films, Tales from the Dark Side and Trick or Treat. This Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. Okay. It is officially autumn. Yes, thank God. It's autumn. It is Halloween season. The most wonderful time of the year. And more importantly, in a couple of days, what is it? Oh, you son of a bitch. I thought I fucking dodged it, it this is year. <laughs> David's birthday. Happy birthday, David. Oh, thanks, man. I thought I flew under the radar. No, you never fly under the radar. So I got Damn David it. a card. He's opening it. Aww. So everybody needs to uh, wish David a happy birthday this year <laughs> on uh, Twitter or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> make me feel make me feel loved <laughs> in my my advanced old age. Yeah. Uh, it says, "Dude, it's your birthday, and I'm so excited. I could just poop, and I did. <laughs> happy birthday! <laughs> I added the end. I did. I, I like that. Thanks, buddy. What's this? What have we here? We got a couple folded pieces of paper. Ooh, it's a gift card. Oh, the Fright Rags. Awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. Dude. So yeah. They, so they didn't have the dollar amount I wanted to give you, so I had to give you two. Oh, <laughs> shit. So. That was very generous of you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. You can get a few t-shirts yeah. with that. Yeah. Awesome, man. Happy birthday, Aww. my friend. Thank you so much. I've joked on the, our, I think our Twitter account before, like, if it weren't for Fright Rags, I'd be naked, because <laughs> I think half my clothes, including the shirt I'm wearing right now, I know. Is from I Fright noticed Rags. that when I came in. I was like, oh. He's wearing a Fright Rug shirt. Yeah, so. I'm wearing the Burbs. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. They have some uh, new ones coming out. So, yeah. Uh, get them. Thanks, buddy. Get something. You're welcome. I just got their uh, Halloween 2 uh, jacket. I'll have to model that for you later. Yeah. I want to see you in that. And nothing, <laughs> nothing else. else. <laughs> I'm going to take my shirt off and, and yeah, just have pants. it unzipped. Yeah, yeah. My pants for no reason. Be like, oh, you can put your pants on. I'm like, no, no. I like it this way. I need you to see how the jacket hangs. It's the only thing I hear. Yeah, I don't see anything peeking underneath. So, yeah, your birthday. Thanks, man. Uh, you're welcome. Happy birthday, my mm-hmm. friend. Uh, it's your birthday. It's Halloween season. It's officially autumn. It's fall magic, David. Mm. It's fall magic. It is. And to celebrate the beginning of fall and Halloween season, we are now going to enter a zone for the next month or so of talking about halloween themed and themed type movies and that will start in this episode (laughs) it begins it begins not with the first movie we're going to talk about but with the second movie we're going to talk about we're not quite one two three go like five six seven eight yeah we're like one wait two Mm -hmm. 
Let's talk about this movie, and then we'll talk then, about another movie. Yeah. So, but be- we've had some. Wait, 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 we actually let me preface this. <laughs> we've had Jersey Mike has bothered us. Oh my god! About this fucking movie that we're gonna talk about for right months. now. Months. And every like week. and like every week for for the past several months. Like, yes. Hey. It's like, have you guys talked about this movie? <laughs> have you guys talked about this movie? And we're like, no, dude. We're no. We realized that. Trick or Treat, the movie Trick or Treat, that's not what he was talking about, but we realized the movie Trick or Treat, which we discussed back in our Way back, first like in, year. Yep. First, like, 10 episodes, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. We talked about this. We never rated it. Yep, and we didn't really review it. It was just kind of, we just kind of glossed over it. We said, hey, have you seen that movie? Yeah, that's a movie that exists. <laughs> so we thought, you know what, we're going to give that its proper due. Yep. And also we will... Uh, acquiesce to Jersey Mike's request. Talk about this goddamn movie. <laughs> that he keeps bothering us about. So, Jersey Mike, we're going to talk about Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now leave us alone. <laughs> uh, so, let's talk about that one. That movie came out in 1990, May 4th, 1990. May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Yes. That's why they did it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, That's why. <laughs> Uh, what do you think the number one movie was on May 4th, 1990? This is a tough one. Cause it's kind of like, hint. It wasn't a star Wars movie. <laughs> Cause it's kind of pre summer movie. Um, yes. I went with total recall. No, I'll give you another hint. It, uh, involved a hooker. Oh, pretty woman. Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the movie that put Julia Roberts on the map mm-hmm. and snapped the little box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Jason Alexander, he's a real asshole in that movie. Oh, he is. That's right. Yeah. He is in that movie. He's a Richard Gere buys a prostitute, falls in love with her. Seen it a hundred times. <laughs> that's how, that's what happens. <laughs> Pygmalion or uh, My Fair Lady. Mm. It's kind of like an updated version of that. Yeah. Have you ever seen those? I have not. you never seen My Fair Lady? Uh, is she a whore? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, my she a street a, walker? She is. She walks the streets is of she London. A, in, all, in, hello. In the evening. Hello. Fancy a poke. <laughs> like, oh, no. I'm going to take my teeth out. Like, oh. I'll keep them in if you want me to. Uh, yeah. Looks good, isn't it? <laughs> no. Uh, my Fair Lady is a musical. Audrey Hepburn. Are all the songs about Rex filthy Harris? sex? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, put it in my butt. Get It'll the- cost you five pence. <laughs> Dirty Sanchez. It'll cost you a pound. Oh, I don't take euros. <laughs> Half a crown for the rusty trombone. <laughs> you don't even want to know what the French horn is. Uh, no. It has nothing to do with sex. Oh, that's a, that's a shame. So I, I won't be watching it then. It has to do with this uh, chick who's like, uh, she's like, uh, you know, she's cockney. She's like. Oh, is she really? Yeah. She's like, oh, I, oh, I live in the streets. Oh, I do. Oh, I say. <laughs> she ends every sentence with I say. Oh, or, I say and oh, I do. And oh, she talks like Dick Van Dyke and fucking <laughs> Mary Poppins. Uh, no, anyway. So, she, yeah, she's like. Cockney, and then Rex Harrison, he's like this well to do uh, linguist, and he's like, I can tell where anybody is from <laughs> by their accent. She is from the streets, and she charges a half penny for sex. <laughs> uh, a hey penny, if you will. If you haven't got a hey penny, then <laughs> yeah, God bless you, get the fuck out of here, I ain't having sex with you. Nothing's free. 
It's the real lyrics to that. Yeah. That's the song they sing. <laughs> Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. You want to have sex? If you want to fuck gonna, me. Yeah, it's going to cost you some money. Put a penny in my hat. <laughs> in my asshole. Anyway. Then uh, he, then, but, he, but he makes a bet with his friend. Yeah. And he's like, I can turn her around. Oh, so it's like she's all that? Eh, kind of. A little bit? I guess. And she just takes her glasses off and she's yep. gorgeous? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. But she, like, ends up talking properly, and he presents her at parties, and everybody thinks she's a oh, proper wow. woman. But then he falls in love with her, right? So it's like Richard Gere takes a prostitute, and he presents her at parties, you know? Yeah. Is there a scene where, like, where she breaks character? Something yeah. happens, she's like, oh! At a race. Like, she fucking break Pretty a bottle woman. and hold it up to somebody's throat. You know Pretty Woman when she's like, hoo, hoo, hoo. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was very timely now, right? Yeah, little Arsenio Hall. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we need to bring that back. People just going, hoo, 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 hoo. but uh, yeah, she's at a, she's at a race and she's like, uh, she's like cheering on the the horse coming and she's like, come on, come on, come on, go on, move your bloody horse. <laughs> I'm joking. That's what she says. I was, in the, I was in the musical. Your bloody arse. Yeah, she threatened to take it to the glue factory. Yeah, I was in the musical in high school. Were you? Yeah. Did you play the horse? Yeah, I was the horse because <laughs> I had the biggest dick. There you go. <laughs> No, I was, uh, I don't know what, I, I was, I was fucking one of the townsfolk. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like cast. That's <laughs> how so I was labeled in the program. You're douchebag too. I was, I was a sophomore in high school. So it was like a billion years ago. Yeah. And so I wasn't an upperclassman. So I couldn't, get the, I couldn't get the sweet rolls. Yeah. <laughs> You're still working your way up. I was working my way. I had to pay my dues. Everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah. The following year, I was... Then you got to play the horse. I got to play the horse the following year. Yeah. Um, okay. Pretty Woman. That was the number one movie. <laughs> <laughs> number one song. I went with Escapade by Janet Jackson. No. Come on, baby. Let's get away. Do you remember when Janet Jackson baby. was on the cover of Rolling Stone? With her boobs covered? Yeah. Yeah. I do remember. I do, too. Uh, that wasn't the number one song. <laughs> Uh, I'll give you a hint. All right. Uh, it would be more visual if I had like a picture of the Pope and I tore it in half. Oh, uh, nothing compares to you. Yeah. Sinead O'Connor. O'Connor you written know. by Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Prince's version is great. Sinead O'Connor's version is great. You know who does the best version? Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell. was pretty version. good. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Makes me sad. R.I.P. Times two. All of them. Sinead O'Connor's still around. Well, her career's as, dead. As, as of this recording, at least she's <laughs> alive. She went crazy. She, yeah, uh, she's. I think little... she. I think she went crazy. I. I don't want to say it was her fault. I think yeah. she got I, maybe mental illness yeah, or something. I think there's mental. We wish her there. well. I do. I do, and uh, I didn't care that she ripped up a picture of the Pope. Yeah, who cares? To be honest with you. Yeah. Didn't she get banned from like Saturday Night Live for, for life? That? Yeah, I don't think nowadays no one would give a shit. Yeah, and guess what? Who cares? Oh, you banned me from Saturday Night Live for life. All right. I don't give a shit. Who wants to do that shit show anyway? <laughs> I like SNL. Fuck SNL. You know who else got banned? Andrew Dice Clay. Did he? I don't know. <laughs> I think so. Adrian Brody did, I think. Why? What did he do? But yeah, he's an asshole. I think like he just kept going off script and just being a douche. Oh. Andy Kaufman got banned from uh Saturday I can see that. That makes sense. Day. And yeah. then they then they did something where like they were like, call in if you want Andy Kaufman back. Sinead O'Connor. That's a good song. It was like her only song. Yeah, I can think of. I mean, she did a great and version of stuff, them. but yeah, yeah. But I mean, like that was her only hit, as far as I know. As far, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're right. I'm, I'm not so, going on record. 
<laughs> Somebody be like, I'm going I have you know. I'm Some cockney person like, oh, Janet O'Connor. We do have people in the UK who listen to us. I mean, maybe she was bigger over in yeah, Ireland, probably, and and the UK. But I'm talking the United States. We like we live in the United States. I can only reference the. United That's the States. only one I could tell you. Yeah, gun to my head. Like yeah. you tell me to Name say two, two I'm dead. You're dead. I'm dead. Yep. Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. No, <laughs> did you watch Tales from the Dark Side? The show? Yes. Uh, sporadically. One of the creepiest intros ever is Tales I've from the Dark the Side, the TV yeah. show. When I was a kid, it was like when that shit started, and this stuff, this show was on at like, like 10 o'clock at night. Two drops of pee come out. Oh, God, yeah. At and, best, maybe a couple drops of poop. Yeah. And then like the, I'd turn the lights out, and then I'd be like that beginning and then it would flip to like black and white yeah and it was like oh get goosebumps i love it i loved <laughs> it tales from the dark side was one of my favorite favorite spooky shows to watch yeah i didn't watch it too much so when tales from the dark side the movie was announced i was excited plus who's in this movie <laughs> that's right you're your guy christian Slater. salutations <laughs> yeah he's like hey hey brett I'm back in a movie for you. I did a movie just for you. <laughs> yep. So I uh, I love this. Christian Slater's in it. Um, but it was written by Michael McDowell. He wrote uh, two of the stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy also wrote Beetlejuice. Oh, did he? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he's passed away. So RIP him. But he wrote uh, Beetlejuice. George Romero. That's right. He wrote Cat from uh, Hell. Cat from Hell. Which was originally written for Creepshow 2. But due to budgetary reasons... They cut it out. Ah, okay. This is considered by, I think, Tom Savini and probably even George Romero back in the day when he was alive. Creepshow 3? Creepshow 3. Okay. But Makes sense. They very Creepshow-esque. Called it Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, directed by John Harrison. And the music was uh, by John Harrison, Chaz Jankel, Jim Manzi, Pat Regan, and Donald Rubenstein. The movie stars Deborah Harry, Blondie herself. Matthew <laughs> Matthew Lawrence. Uh, little brother to Joey Lawrence. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Steve Buscemi, Julianne Moore, Christian Slater, uh, William Hickey, uh, fucking, uh, fucking, what's that guy's name? Uh, feeling hot, hot, hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was his name when he was that? He was uh, Buster uh, Poindexter. Buster Poindexter. Yeah. David Johansson. Yep. Uh, from New York Dolls and, uh, his character Buster Poindexter, yeah, is what I knew him best as. I know him from Scrooge. He's the yeah, cab driver. He's cab driver in Scrooge. Go back to Jersey, you moron. James Remar, yeah, from uh, Dexter, from Dexter, and from uh, Warriors. Yep, uh, we just saw him at that. Uh, uh, was a Mad Monster. Yeah, Mad Monster. Uh, Ray Don Chong, Tommy Chong's daughter. Really, Ray Don Chong? Okay, it's cool. Tommy Chong's daughter. Yeah, awesome. She was in Commando. Ah. I talked about Commando. We not talked that about long that not ago. too long ago, yeah, because uh, it was the number one movie, whatever. whatever. Yeah, it was eighty six or eighty five or, or some something shit. like that. But yeah, that's Tommy Chong's daughter. Crazy, yeah. All Weird. right, she always gets naked in movies. This, this movie <laughs> so is no, no exception, exception. <laughs> right? Uh, the budget for this movie three and a half million dollars. What do you think the box office was? I'll say it made money ten. million. Pretty successful. There you go. Dude, I think a lot of times, like these anthology movies, people people dig. Like they I think they make money. Plus, I mean, listen, Tales from the Dark Side was kind of popular. Yeah, people fans of the TV show want to check it out. Fans of the TV show. Christian Slater fans. That's got you in. You're like, oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Blondie fans. Blondie fans. Buster Poindexter fans. (laughs) 
<laughs> they're like, I hear this movie is hot, hot, hot. 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 <laughs> um, what a stupid song that was. That's an awful song. Yeah, ooh, ooh. I think it was the bane of his existence for a long time too, because like he was like a punk rock. Yeah, like, New York Dolls. Yeah, yeah, a legit band. And then he's like, I'm gonna do this kind of like as a joke. Yeah, and then it took off. And then that and he was like his most popular. His life. <laughs> his life's been a living hell ever since. Yeah, he's like, oh god. <laughs> People are like, you know what hell is like, and he's like, what? He's like, hot, and he goes, hot, oh thanks. god, damn it! <laughs> no. <laughs> oh fuck. All right, so this movie opens up with... Uh, Debbie Harry. Debbie Harry. She plays Betty, and she's driving around, and it's kind of like a suburban... Yeah, it seems very wholesome. Rich neighborhood. Yeah, but she's like grocery shopping and stuff. Yeah, and she comes out, she says hi to the neighbors, picks up the mail. Yeah, seems friendly enough. Yeah. Pulls into her house. She's got this beautiful house. She gets a phone call from her friend. Her friend's like, hey, we're coming over for dinner later hey, tonight. dinner party. She's like, yeah, I'll bring some champagne glasses they're planning to have like eight friends over and be a real soiree yep she hangs up the phone she opens up this door pantry or something yeah and it's a fucking cage (laughs) yeah and there's a kid chained up in there (laughs) matthew lawrence and she's fucking fattening him up yeah she wants to eat him yep and she had given him this book to read yeah past the time yeah she's been like fattening him up with cookies and stuff yeah and she's like this is my favorite this was my favorite book when i was a kid he throws it at her. yeah he's like fuck your book and uh he's like she's like all right well now he's i'll start like preparing you yeah i gotta cut you open and shit. she's calculating like you do with like turkey she's like all right so it's how many minutes per pound pound. he weighs about 75 pounds so it's gonna take me blah 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 blah. yeah better start now yeah i think she's just six minutes per pound actually and i was like hmm that doesn't seem about right. Sounds like, fast. Yeah, that sounds really quick. <laughs> she's got the crock pot on high, yeah. apparently. She's got a big oven. Yeah. And uh, she's like, all right, well, I got I to gotta gut you. <laughs> He's like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. How about I read to you? Yeah, you said this was your favorite book. I'll read you a story. So one of my, I read one of these stories and it really scared me. And she's like, all right, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, one story, but then it's cutting time. Yeah. And so he starts uh, reading the story of Lot 249. That's our first story. And this segment is the one with Christian Slater and uh, Steve Buscemi and Julianne Moore. Yeah, Julianne Moore, I, I didn't recognize her at first, but yeah. I was like, I know that face and that voice. And then yeah. I had to look it up and I was like, oh, I mean, they, they were all so young. Yeah. And her right. hairstyle is completely different. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she just looks different. And she was a bitch. <laughs> she was in this movie. She's usually not in movies. Yeah. She usually plays a nice person. Uh, but uh, yeah. So uh, these kids, they're like uh, affluent kids, right? Yeah. At this college, uh, Christian Slater and his best friend, who's engaged to his sister, played by Julia Moore. Yep. Christian Slater lives at this apartment complex. Down below him is Steve Buscemi. And Steve Buscemi is kind of like the nerd, uh, smart kid. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, into archaeology and all this stuff and applied for this grant. Yeah. And he didn't get it. He didn't get it because he lost out to Christian Slater's best friend. Yep. Who had Christian Slater's sister write his like paper for him. Yeah. Yeah. She was, they were cheating. Yeah. Plus they framed Steve Buscemi for stealing some sort of artifact. Yeah. From the museum. Yeah. And he clearly didn't do that because he was like, I don't even like Aztec, whatever it was. (laughs) It's not my jam. Yeah. But, um, anyway, that's kind of the backstory of this. Buscemi gets this fucking package, this big crate 
I've always wanted to get a big crate yeah. delivered to me. And open it with like a crowbar. Yeah, and be like, what's in like Whoa. but not know. Like all of a sudden it appears on my doorstep. Yeah. It's like this big crate. What's it's in like, there? Oh my god, I gotta pry it open. I don't even have a crowbar. I'd have to go down to the Home Depot, <laughs> buy get, a, crowbar get a crowbar to get home <laughs> and, and open it up. But uh he uh he invites Slater and uh the buddy in to take a look at it. And it's a fucking yeah. tomb. Yeah, it's like a sarcophagus kind yeah. of thing. It's like fucking King Tut. <laughs> yeah, there's a mummy in there. There's a mummy in there. And uh, the dude, uh, the friend, is like, I got to get out of here. Slater stays. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Steve Buscemi starts cutting the mummy's wrappings off. Then he cuts it open. And he starts reaching around inside. And he pulls out like, and he's like what the hell are you doing? And stuff. Yeah. yeah. And Slater's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just seeing what's in here. And then he pulls out this fucking scroll and Christian Slater's like, what does it say? And he's like, I don't know. It's got like hieroglyphics on uh, hieroglyphics on it. And he's like, yeah, I can't read this stuff. Yeah. Christian Slater's like, well, I'm going to go upstairs, watch a ball game. <laughs> yeah. So, go watch porn. <laughs> he goes upstairs. Well, later on he hears Steve Buscemi downstairs through like the vents. Yeah. Here's him reading it. He's like, that son of a bitch. Yep. He can read that shit. Yep. And, uh, the mummy comes to life. Oh my God. Uh, I knew it. I knew it happens every time. (laughs) The mummy goes and fucking goes to Lee's house. Yeah, that's the friend. Yeah, and uh, kills him. Yeah, and pulls his brains out like with a coat hanger. Yeah, through his nose, like 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 they like you did in the day. Yeah, you know, do you remember like the first time you heard that that's what they did to mummies? Yeah, were you confused? I was, but I was like, that's super cool. Like when I first heard that in my head, I thought it was like. They just went up there, hooked it, and pulled it out, and it just came out like in like one chunk. Yeah, I thought so too. Like just one big brain, like Total Recall style, like yes. stretching the nose when you hear yeah. the crunch of the air. <laughs> yeah, but I imagine they had to scoop around. Yeah, yeah, I think it, yeah, you had to dig, break it into little pieces. Yeah, and I imagine like it's it's like you can't just take a coat hanger and shove it up your nose. You have to like break through bone. Yeah, like, yeah, it's probably not an easy thing to do. No, sounds painful. And here's my other thing about that. Like, I know Egyptians were really smart. And they, it probably took a lot of <laughs> bodies to get to the point where they're like, look, this is what we're going to do now. Just fucking cut the head open. Well, they like didn't want to fucking probably destroy. I guess. The, the skull. The skull. So they were like, what's the easiest way to get it out? And, uh, you know, there's probably, they were probably like, let's go through the ear. And they tried that. Let's go through the mouth. (laughs) Go through the eyes, go through the mouth. And they're like, how about up the nose? And that worked out the easiest, I guess. I don't know. Go the long way up the butt. (laughs) Get a long ass coat hanger. (laughs) More fun that way too. Here's the other thing too. Egyptians didn't have coat hangers. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't use a coat hanger. Maybe like after they did it, they're like, you know what we could use this for also is hang up our coats. (laughs) They just twist it. They're like, there you go. (laughs) Oh, fucking Egyptians. It serves so many purposes. (laughs) Well, too. (laughs) Yeah. Still very versatile for those times. If you need to to hang up your jacket. Yeah. Or remove someone's someone's brains. We got you covered. It's like the Swiss Army knife of the times. But there's only, but only listen, two functions. Do, well, three. Like if you need to roast marshmallows too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you need to like put like tape around it so it doesn't burn your hand because if that gets yeah, hot, it'll travel true. down. It's a conductor. Yeah. Back scratcher also. What if it made it like a Swiss Army knife, but it was all just the same thing? Each one was just a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> but this one's for the scratching. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> 
They kill him. Yep. Julianne Moore uh, is on her way to seduce Buscemi. When she finds him dead. Right? Not yet, or is that yet. later? Yeah, okay. It's later. Um, oh, oh, no, no, no. Nah, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Listen, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> we know what's going to happen. At some point, Julianne Moore goes over to Steve Buscemi's house, and she plants this fucking evidence. Yeah. And phones it into the college. And it's like, hey, he has it. I seen it. I seen it. She goes she goes back to her place and she finds her dead boyfriend. Yeah. And then Mummy shows up. The mummy shows up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the mummy kills her by um cutting her open, right? Yeah, like stuffs a bunch of flowers into her stomach and then wraps her to a chair with like masking tape or something. Yeah. And then Andy finds her dead body. And he's like, oh shit. Yep. And he goes back and he's like, he knows that Buscemi's done something. Yeah, he's behind this. I he read the scroll. Uh, the scroll. This is clearly the act of a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> no human would do no. this. This is clearly <laughs> like the first mummy. The first death, maybe a human. But yeah, now possible he's murder sh- too. Mummy. Shoving flowers inside. Yeah. No, no human would do that. That's a mummy. No alive human. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. I've solved this case. Textbook mummy. <laughs> He goes back to Buscemi and he's like, "What the fuck did you do?" And and then uh, the Buscemi sends the mummy after uh, Christian Slater, but Christian Slater's prepared. He's got an electric carving knife. Yeah, and he's got Buscemi tied up. Yep, and he uh, slices up the mummy, and then he burns the mummy's fucking body. Yep, and he's like, "You're not getting away with this." Yeah, and he burns the scroll as well. He does. He's like, "Where's the scroll?" And he gives it to him, and he burns that, and he's like, "Okay." I'm going to leave you alone now. Yeah, I'm going to let you live. <laughs> you get away with this this yeah. time. We're even now. I burn your skull. You killed my sister and my best friend. We're square. I didn't really like either one of them. Yeah, but we're good now, right? <laughs> All cool. right. Oh, cool then. I'm going to go watch the ball game. Bye-bye. So, uh, Buscemi leaves. Oh, yeah, and he tells him, like, you got to leave the school. Yeah. and well, He's uh, already kicked out anyway with the yeah. theft. Yeah. He gets into a cab and he starts laughing. And uh, he's like, he's a stupid asshole. You know, realize a fucking Mayan scroll instead of an Egyptian scroll. Yeah, or the scroll was a decoy. <laughs> and then all I have so many scrolls. <laughs> and then uh, Christian Slater opens up his front door, and there's his sister and his best friend, and uh, they're ready to fucking kill him. Yep. The end. The end. Yeah. It was all right. It was cool. Yeah. So that's the end of that story. We cut back to Matthew Lawrence and he's like, wasn't that scary? And Blondie's like, yeah, that was fucking scary. Yeah. I shit my pants a little bit. <clears throat> and, <laughs> and then uh, he's like, well, I got another one. That's even, she's like, I'm going to cook, right, cook yeah, you. Yeah. It's, time for, it's gutting time. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. He's like, hold on a second. One more, one more, one more. This one's even better. This one's even better. And now we get the cat from hell. This is the one that George Romero wrote. And it's actually adapted from a Stephen King short story. When you're watching this, were you like, this is like Creepshow 1, the Father's Day? Oh, yeah. Like, I, did, I, didn't, very, I didn't think that, but yeah. It it's very similar like as far as like, it's a bunch of old people, a bunch of rich old people in a mansion. Yeah. And uh, something weird's happening. You know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? Like, I could, I could totally see it in, in, in Creepshow or Creepshow yeah, 2. Definitely. Almost like a sequel to that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, William Hickey. Some people might know him as like the uncle in Christmas Vacation. Yeah, Uncle Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fetch me my stogie yeah that's a good impersonation he's, the, he's that guy he's got yeah. a very uh, unique voice um not so much anymore yeah he's dead mm-hmm. he's also uh nightmare before christmas dr what finkelstein is that his name yes yes yeah. that's right the guy who creates sally yeah what's up with finkelstein 
Like, what's his deal? Like, or what is he? <laughs> well, two, yeah, both. Like, he looks like a Simpsons character, but what what is his deal? Like, he's like, Sally, Sally. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, and she's always drugging him. Yeah. And then he finally makes a frog's makes a, breath. <laughs> I thought you loved frog's breath. And then uh, he finally makes another uh, chick. Like, he just, like, pieces together chicks so he yeah, can, like, help bang them or something. <laughs> I guess. Maybe in the director's cut they get into the, the banging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. He's this wealthy dude, and uh, he hires fucking Buster Poindexter to come over and uh, pull a hit. Right? Yeah. He's a hitman. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I hear uh, you do a very particular job. And he's like, I told you that. He's like, yeah, I know people. Yeah. And, uh... He's like, the person that I want you, or the thing, what I want you to kill, your target, is right behind you. And it's a fucking cat. Yeah, and he's like, what? He's like, no. you're insane, dude. Yeah, I'm killing a, a little adorable kitty cat. I'll kill a person, though. <laughs> yeah. And, I'll, uh, kill, I'll kill 10. William Hickey's like, listen, don't let this cat fool you. And he proceeds to tell him a story. He's like, I'll give you $50,000 right now, and then $50,000 after you can show me that it's dead. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. $100,000, kill a cat. All right. Sweet. The uh, the story is is that him and his like sister. Mm-hmm. And her friend. And her friend. And, and their like, butler. Their butler, right? Yeah. Who was fucking... Uh, oh, yeah, from uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. The ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. Yeah, what was his name? I can't remember. The dude in the wheelchair? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. He's that guy. Yeah, he's that guy. <laughs> also, uh, one of the sisters was somebody, too. It's probably going to bug me, but I'll try to get over it. Um, tells a story. This cat showed up one day, and then everybody starts dying, like, through accidents. Yeah. And William Hickey's blaming the cat and saying the cat murdered us. And the reason why is because his family got rich. Yeah. They're pharmaceutical, and they invented this fucking drug, this, like, fucking opioid. Right. That William Hickey's, like, popping, like, it's fucking jelly beans. <laughs> They invented this drug that they tested on cats, and they killed a bunch of cats. Like 5,000 cats died. Yeah. And so then this cat shows up, and now everybody starts dying. Yeah, and the cat's, like, getting revenge. Yeah. And that's, they that's die, theory. like, the cat suffocates the sister. Like It, like, humps her face. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, hold still. <laughs> Just as in her mouth. <laughs> that's how she died. She that was, was actual poisoning. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't suffocation at all. Um, and he trips the one. Trips the sister. She falls down the stairs. Falls down the stairs. And then uh, how does Hector... Hector's going to take the dog to the... Or the Hector, dog. right? That was his uh, name uh, in was Breaking it? Bad. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to take the cat to the vet to have it put down. Oh, yeah. And the cat, like... Gets out of its little basket that has like one tiny little latch. Yeah. Come yeah. on, man! It's like you're it. rich. Like, yeah, get a crate, <laughs> nail that shit shut. But the cat gets out and causes a car wreck. Yeah, slices his face open, causes a car wreck. Yeah. A car wreck. William Hickey's like, it's only a matter of time before I'm next. I don't want to die. Even though he's like 108 years old, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't want to die. And so he hires Buster Poindexter, and Buster Poindexter is like, I could kill this cat really easy. And the cat's like on his lap. Yeah, and he's like, oh, this is gonna be very yeah. simple. It's like, why not? Snap just its neck. break its neck right there. And yeah. he's like, I could just do that. And then the cat's like, <laughs> and the cat runs away. So William Hickey's like, look, I'm going to leave you to your devices. Yeah, peace. I'll Call be. Let I'll, me know when it's done. Yep. And I'll be back tomorrow. You got 24 hours. So Buster Poindexter starts like chilling and uh, he's going to like stab the cat. Cat fucking escapes every time. Every time. He's going to shoot the cat. Yeah, he gets it going like a laser sight and everything. And yeah. points the laser right at the cat, pulls the trigger, and still somehow misses. He's like, I had you did the rights. 
<laughs> fucking accent. And then uh, the cat like proceeds to fuck with him all night long until yeah. he's a fucking mess. And then the cat attacks him, jumps on him. This was awesome. Climbs down his fucking throat. <laughs> crawls down his mouth. Awesome. Into his stomach. And fucking sleeps there. Yeah. Because then William Hickey's then it's the next morning, William Hickey shows back up. There's Buster Poindexter dead. dead. And William Hickey's like, oh no. <laughs> oh, he's dead. And then all of a sudden the cat fucking climbs out of the mouth. He's all Meow. That was awesome too. And then he's like licking his fur. Oh. And William Hickey's like, fuck. Yeah, and he just has a heart attack and fucking dies. Yep. And then the cat's like, My work here is done. Yep. And starts licking his balls. Yeah, uh, he didn't do that. Well, he probably did. He it probably was, it was did. off camera. Yeah, yeah. So that's that story. Uh, that was pretty cool. Like the special effects of that cat climbing in, in and, and out, out of his mouth. Was, pretty cool. I mean, it was clearly like fake. Obviously, yeah, but it still looked awesome. But it was practical effects, and and those are always better Delightful. than like uh, computer image ones. And it was fucking awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed that. So now we're back. Little Joey Lawrence, Matthew Lawrence, whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> Blondie says like. Listen, I like all the scary stories, but I also like the love stories, too. Yeah, those are my favorite. And he's like, well, I got one last one. And she's like, listen, I got to fucking slice you open. Yeah, He's like, on. this is a love story. And she's like, all right, make it quick. Last one. And he tells it. And this is the one. You know what's funny about that? She's like, make it quick. This is the longest one. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, is the longest yeah, this segment. One, this one definitely felt the longest. Uh, James Remar is a struggling artist. And uh, he... Just gets dumped by his agent. Yep. Yeah, he's like, your art's not selling. Sorry, yeah. buddy. And he's at this bar, and he's like drinking, and the bartender's like, come on, let's close shop. Let's get out of here. Yeah, and he's like, oh, hold on. I got to urinate in the uh, alley. Yep. They lock up, and out of nowhere comes a fucking monster. Yeah, and we only like kind of see it. The friend sees it at first and like shoots at it. Yeah. It's a fucking gargoyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking monster. Uh, it 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 kills the the bartender, and then it goes up to James Remar. And it's like I'll let you live. Yeah, it like cuts the buddy's hand off, and then his head. Yeah, but yeah. Then he talks to him. He's like, "Hey, well, hey, you saw that, huh? Yeah, and he's pretty like, cool. No, I'll let you live, but you gotta promise that you will never tell anyone about me. Yeah, don't talk about this. Don't it's very, ever. It's very Marcellus Wallace. Yeah. Nobody needs to know about this. <laughs> yep. Uh, and uh, he's he's like, All Yeah, right. I promise. He's like, I promise. And he's like, Cool. And, and he says, like, Cross your heart and slashes his chest. Yeah. And then he uh, then he bolts out of there. So Remar's like freaking out and he was running down the street. All of a sudden, Ray Don Chong comes. <laughs> and uh, he's like, What are you doing out here? <laughs> yeah, it's nighttime and dark, and you're a woman. You're gonna get raped. Yeah. Come back to my place. And she's like, okay, yeah, okay, Mr. Stranger. I thought that was funny too. Like, it's really dangerous out here. Why don't you come back to my my place? I'm a stranger. I'm a stranger who's like r- ranting and raving and seems crazy. But you're safe with me. Yeah. But she's like, all right. So she goes back there. Well, listen. One thing leads to another. She cleans his wound. She cleans his wound, and then she, and she cleans his pipes. Yeah, I was gonna say she cleans more than that. <laughs> then she, uh, they, they fucking fall in love like very quickly. She even tells her she's got a friend, like a friend of a friend. She's got connections in the she, art world. Yeah, and she's like, uh, it, they own this gallery, and he's like, what gallery? He's like, oh, like fucking Swanson's gallery. I don't know what the fuck it was called. <laughs> and he's like, Swanson's gallery. It's like the best gallery ever. It's the hottest gallery in town. <laughs> They also make frozen dinners that are really good. Yeah. And fish sticks. 
But uh, she's like, uh, yeah, well, you know, nothing, nothing's too good for my man. He's like, I've known you for eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, fine. We're together. Um, he has this fucking show. His agent picks him back up. Who's the agent, by the way? It's uh, I can't remember. Oh, fuck. It's uh, oh, Robert Klein. He's a stand-up comedian. Oh, okay. That's who it was. Anyway, no one knows who that guy is except for me. Uh, and maybe Robert Klein. But everything's coming up fucking Millhouse for this guy. Yep. Right? And, uh, and he finds out he's got a baby in her. Yeah. And he's all happy about My it. My boys can swim. <laughs> he's like, this is a guy. He's a good guy. This hot girl stuck with me forever now. <laughs> Great. Uh, cut to 10 years later. Yeah. And he proposes and they get married. And they get yeah. married. They have two kids. Yep. He's very successful as an artist. He's rich. And uh, it's the anniversary of the first night that they met. Yep. And uh, they're going out. And uh, they go out every year. And they go to the same fucking back alley that they met. <laughs> and they're like, ah, remember? Remember when my friend, the bartender, got killed and yeah, we and I, met? And I thought you were going to get raped. <laughs> and I saved you. And then, and then, you, and then you banged me the, that the very night we met. Yep. They laugh about it. <laughs> we good laugh. We just laugh and laugh. <laughs> then, uh, so, so they fucking go back home kids are in bed you know what this is kind of i said this wasn't a halloween movie this was halloween night that's right it was so there you go there you go halloween this is movie. a fucking halloween Boom. movie we're easing into it though because it's the last story <laughs> there you go and then we'll go into trick-or-treat but anyway i digress uh fucking remar says to ray don chong he's like look i gotta tell you something yeah something's been eating at me She's like, what, you got herpes? <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> yes, but that's actually not what I wanted to tell you. Uh, he's like, that night that we met, I got attacked. Yeah. And he pulls out this fucking statue that he made. He's like, this is what the fuck attacked Yeah, it's like a sculpture of the she's gargoyle. She's like, why are you telling me this? And he goes, because I love you so much. And I never have lied to you. I've never kept anything from you. And I never want to keep. He's such a good guy. Yeah. He's like, I he's like crying at this point. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, I've been carrying this with I've me for a long time. This weight from and and I just want to let you know, this is it. And yeah, she's like, I love you. She starts crying and she's like, you dumb fucked up. And he's like, what? What's going on? And he's like, she's like, why did you do me? Promised you wouldn't She fucking transformed. She's the gargoyle, dude. That transformation was pretty cool. It was sick. Yeah. Wow. And then it's we, like it's like her skin splits. Yeah. And, and she, she like kind of comes out of her own skin. Yeah, and she looks like a fucking gargoyle, right? Yeah. And she's like, oh. and she's like, you promised not to tell. And while that's happening, like we cut to the kids, and the kids, and the are, kids are like screaming from the other room. He's like, "What's going on with the kids?" Yeah. And sure as shit, the kids are transforming too. They come out. They're little gargoyles. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Just transform back, transform back." Yeah. yeah. He's Don't, like, "I love stop you." <laughs> he even looked at her gargoyle form and was like, "I love you." He's such a good guy. Yeah. He still wants to be with her. Yeah. He's like, "I'll still fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not that bad. Yeah. Just turn out the lights. <laughs> It's all the same in the dark, right? That's what they say. Oh, but no, no. no. She's nope. like, I'm sorry. Rules is rules. And yeah. She bites his throat. Yep. And then uh, doesn't she throw him out a window or something? Something like that. And then she flies away with the, the with gargoyle the children. And then they turn to gargoyle statues. Yep. On the top. I should mention at the beginning of, the, of this oh, yeah, thing. The very first shot is a gargoyle. It's a gargoyle looking down on him. Yeah, as like, he's doing his work. So that's what happened. She's been watching him. She's been watching him. She fell in love with him. Yeah. And then she's like, I know what I can do. I can become human on go. one condition. So that's that. So mm. to go back, we're now back at Matthew Lawrence and 
Debbie Harry. And she's like, well, that was a good story. And he goes, time to go. She's like, time to eat you. Time to cook you so we can eat you. And he's like, but they got another story. And she's like, no, you don't. Fuck off. And he goes, no, I do. And he starts telling a story that has a happy ending. She's like, no, there's no happy ending stories. And he goes, but this one does. And she start, he starts telling the story of himself as stuff is happening. He's like, uh, this kid, he had marbles in his pocket. He reaches his pocket. He has marbles. Yeah. And he throws them on the floor. And then this evil witch slips on him. Yep, and sure shit. She, she slips on him and she lands on all these fucking like uh, sutures. Oh, yeah. Because she was going to sew them up. Yeah. Ugh. Like a fucking turkey. And uh, she's like, oh, oh. And he's like, and then she falls on this cart and he pushes her into the oven. He does just that. Does just that. Pushes her in the oven. Closes it up. Grabs See a cookie. Ya. Starts eating it. Looks at the camera and says, don't you just love a happy ending? That's the end. End. Yeah. Now. Had you seen this movie? Nope. This is the first time. Okay. So I want your opinion of this uh, first. Uh, I liked it. Um, I, I thought the stories got better as they went along. So my favorite one was the Gargoyle one. I thought they progressively got better. The first one I thought was just kind of, meh, TV show Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Second very, one, very TV show. Second one kind of similar, but a, a little better. Yeah. The second one, like I said, Creep Show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I thought the third one was kind of a combination of both. Um, but I thought good practical effects, uh, good cast. For the most part, I think pretty well written, pretty well acted. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It reminded me, I, I had to go back and look at how I rated Creepshow 1 and Creepshow 2. Because mm-hmm. I would put this on par with Creepshow 2. And yeah. I gave Creepshow 2 two and a half. In hindsight, I think I probably should have given it three, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to give this one the same. I'm going to go two and a half on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I really like this movie. I think, honestly, I think it might be better than creep show or creep show 2. I don't know what I gave those. But as I was watching this, like I really got involved in in, in it. Um I agree the lot 249 is probably the weakest story of it, but it does have Christian Slater in it, so that gives a and got young Steve Buscemi. Yeah, and Julianne Moore. And Julianne Moore. Um the Buster Poindexter one I actually don't like. Hmm. I I don't think that's the second best one. I think lot 249 for me second is the best? second best okay. one. Um, but I do agree that the James Remar Radon Chong one yeah. is the best. I think that story is also good. Like, did it kind of surprise you? Yeah, it's kind of sad. It's very sad. Yeah. Very. Um, and there's a sweetness to it. Yeah. And it's like probably the most violent one. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just good. It was And cool. it was a good twist. It was like, oh shit, she was the gargoyle. He's been fucking a gargoyle. Yeah. What's that like? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> mm, kinky. <laughs> What do they call that sex act? Uh, I don't know. It's not bestiality. It's a like, statue. <gasps> statutory. Statutory. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see where you're going here. <laughs> anyway, that was a good one. And I like the intercut stuff with uh, Matthew Lawrence and Debbie mm-hmm. Harry. I thought that really works well. Yeah, um, agreed. And, and I will say this. It's a quick watch. Yeah. Like it didn't feel like, although this was, last story is the longest story, yeah. it didn't feel long. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. And there's only like three stories, right? I feel like sometimes in Creep Show One, there's some parts where I'm like, okay, yeah, let's pick up the pace. Let's let's get on with this. Yeah, um, but I'm gonna give it a three. There you go. So two seven five, two point seven five overall for Tales from the Dark Side, the movie from 1990. Jersey Mike, there you're you go. welcome, you I bastard. Know, I know he gives it like he gives all these it, movies like a five. five. Um, he's always like, yeah, you got to review. Was it? Deadly Friend. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars. Part of Shocktober. 
<laughs> Back in New Jersey, we got Shocktober. I'm like, whatever. I don't know. That's not how he talks. Go back to Jersey. Go That's where Busted Poindexter pops out. <laughs> but instead of that, let's move on. We're going to move on to Trick or Treat from 2007. Like I said, we talked about this movie in an early episode of The Swearwolves. So if you've listened to The Swearwolves for a long time, you've heard us talk about this. However, we never rated it. Yeah. People don't realize this. Like some people like that have just started listening, like like we this is 150 some odd episodes, right? It's 160, I think. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't really settle into a rhythm of rating consistently movies? rating movies until like episode 10. Yeah. <laughs> like, somewhere in there. Somewhere around there. And then and then I think really like this kind of format didn't like obviously with just me and you happened after episode 100. So I feel like this is a different show than it was when it first started. Most definitely. So there's maybe some other stuff that we got to go back and be like, let's talk about that. It's really gone downhill. (laughs) Yeah. Well, pretty much. (laughs) Um, but, uh, trick or treat came out. Uh, see, dude, I came prepared for, for two different scenarios, two different dates. I went with the 2007 date because that's when it like premiered premiered. at button. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. December 9th, 2007. Because that's when it said it was made. Yeah, and that, that works. I'll give that to it. So what was the number one movie uh, December 9th, 2007? I took a shot in the dark. I went with Grindhouse. Grindhouse. That's but I think a, that was in the summer. Probably. Um, yeah. This is, I guess, I don't know if this is a Christmassy type movie. It's a family movie. Mm. Um. I've never seen it. It's like the Santa Claus 7 or something. <laughs> the Golden Compass. Okay, I've heard of it, but yeah. I couldn't tell you anything it's about like it. It's like a family film. It's so, like, yeah. oh, it's Christmas time. Let's all watch this fucking movie. Let's watch this Compass movie. Yeah. I think it's like a Christian film. Oh, okay. Is, is Jesus the Compass? He's the, is the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> it always points true north. Yeah. Towards which, truth. Which is heaven. <laughs> points straight up. It points down. It's a very dark film. Like going to hell. Uh, number one song. I went with uh, Paralyzer by Finger Eleven. What? Did you just like. <laughs> what the fuck song is so that? I'm not paralyzed, but I seem to be struck by you. No. no. It's not that song. No. No. It's not. Um, Alicia Keys. No one. No one, no one. That sounds kind of familiar. That's the only. Now part you're a I know. little sharp. I'm just kidding. Not sounding good. I know Alicia. I know Alicia Keys, but I will say something. Okay, so I have uh, my car. Uh-huh. I have a. I have a car. Yeah. Oh, look at you. <laughs> I know. Fancy. Like a high roller. I know. Well, the, you know the Swearwolves podcast, but <laughs> very but lucrative. So much money in my pocket <laughs> that I can have a car. But uh, I bought the car. Uh, it's used, and. Uh, um, driving around one day with my son. This is like months after I got the car. And some for some reason, I, he might have been asking me like about something on the dashboard. Yeah. And I pressed the eject button on the CD player. Like, because I've never used my CD player. Like, yeah. I, don't ha- I don't carry around a book of CDs no, no. anymore, like back in like the 90s. Yeah. But I press eject and there's a CD in there. I'm it's like, Alicia what the fuck Keys? is this? It's a fucking Alicia Keys CD. So there's an Alicia Keys CD That's in funny. my CD player. I've got right one now. of her albums. Uh, it's not the one from 2007 though, which no, mine is older than that. (laughs) Even better the second time. Was it? Yeah. Uh, Perfect. I'm not going to play that song. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have to. You just heard it. Exactly. (laughs) Pitch perfect. (laughs) I fucking hate you. Um, 
no one knows the lyrics to that song. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the lyrics to the song. Oh, I got goosebumps. Do the little runs in New York. <laughs> concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Okay. I'll put my finger inside you. What? I don't, I don't know what the lyrics to that song. Uh, that was from uh, My Fair Lady. Written by, <laughs> written and directed by Michael Doherty. Um, by the way, this Michael Doherty, after this, went on he to do Krampus, Krampus, right? Yeah. And Godzilla King of the Monsters. Now, I'm not saying Godzilla King of the Monsters or King of Monsters is a good movie. It's a blockbuster. But that's a blockbuster big fucking yeah, film. Yeah. Moving it's up in the world. Moving on up. Mm. To the east side. That's right. He got himself a piece of that pie. Finally. Um, <laughs> At long last. <laughs> finally. Music by Douglas Pipes. <laughs> Douglas Pipes. Like, that's a good That's a good music name. It's yeah. like, he's got a good set of pipes. And he's like, yeah, okay, great. Watch me lay pipe. Yeah. Like, oh, no, no, I'm thank you. Fucking girlfriend. Uh, who's in this movie? <laughs> Quinn Lord plays Sam. You met Quinn Lord. I yeah. met at the first horror convention I went to with David. He's it's like, like at Son of Monster Palooza, I think. Yeah, he's like. I'm going to get uh, this guy's this guy. He's like 12. He's like, I'm going to get this uh, kid's <laughs> older than that. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get this kid's fucking autograph. He's about like 17 or 18 at My the time. My ass. Yeah. Like 13. We'll look, we'll look no, he's older than that. Because he's like got to be 21, 22 now. No. All right. We're looking this up later. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. David, he, was, he was really nice. Yeah. Uh, he was funny too because I remember he asked me like when he was signing a photo and he was like, uh, I told him my name was David. And he's like, can you spell that? And he's like, I know this sounds ridiculous. He's like, but I just signed something for somebody named, and I can't remember what it was. And mm-hmm. he's like, but they, I, I signed it. And they're like, oh, you spelled it wrong. And he's like, because they spelled their name really fucking weird. <laughs> he didn't say fucking, though. No, because he's 13. Yeah, yeah. He would have got slapped. <laughs> Play his mom who's sitting next <laughs> to him. He'd been grounded. Uh, no, uh, you got the, his, you know, I got a photo with him too. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. I'm going to say something about this movie real quick, uh, before I go on. Uh, it's, it's coming to its own, I think in more recent oh, years, most definitely like you go to the spirit Halloween and they got trick or treat stuff everywhere. This, this they even got the same animatronic. Dude, I, I want that. It's pretty cool. I, I want that. He's <laughs> a, a couple hundred bucks though. I don't want them that bad. So anyway, like, uh, yeah, Sam's everywhere. And uh, NECA has a couple of Sam figures now. There's a ton of stuff. So it's taken off. It's, it's, it's really coming to its own. I heard they're going to make a sequel, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I've been talking it's about that for years. Kind of toss up in the air. So Hopefully yeah. it happens. Yeah. Maybe. We'll Maybe. see. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I don't want it yeah, to happen. Exactly. Uh, Anna Paquin. Fucking Sookie. <laughs> Sookie. True Blood. I mean, I know Sookie. she's an Oscar winning actress from when <laughs> yeah. she was like two. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, was that the piano? Yeah. She was like what? She was eight? in the X Men movies too. Oh yeah, she rogue. was. She went to yeah. play Rogue. Uh, she's a good actress. She's yeah. cute um, or pretty, whatever you want to say. Brian Cox, another great name. Um, <laughs> who else is in this? Dylan Baker. Oh yeah, uh, Leslie Bibb. Yep. Yeah. Some people Just that people. you don't really know. Uh, budget for it about twelve million dollars. They don't have any box office information. I'm gonna say box office is probably lower, but I don't even have any. But yeah, yeah but I'm sure cumulatively oh. it's made way more than that yeah, now definitely with sales definitely i think i had to rent it it's on hbo max was it yeah oh yeah you know i what? owned it i own it but i took the lazy way out and streamed it because i didn't want to walk oh, you I, know the I, 10 feet over there to get I, it i do that all the time if it's <laughs> streaming but i don't own it but i did 
rent it, and then I realized it was on HBO, and I was like, this was fucking on HBO. Don't. But whatever, it hey, got my money. You contributed. There it you go. Everybody's multiple their part. times because I've seen this movie <laughs> uh, before. All right, so okay, so the, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. It's always hard doing these anthologies. This right? one's even harder. This one's gonna be harder because it does intercut between the stories quite yeah. often. Yeah, there's um, overlap. We get introduced to almost every main character in every story in the first like five, ten, fifteen minutes of the movie, and then it goes to a main, to a story finishes that one then it goes backwards and forwards in time yep so there's a lot of shit and you'll going see on characters there. from different stories pop up in the background and stuff and they interact a little bit exactly and, and i do want to discuss that when we talk about a review but i feel like for this one maybe we should just talk about the different stories that sure. happen yeah um and we'll kind of do them in order the best we can as they appear like yeah, yeah in the yeah. movie not chronologically so this all takes place on halloween uh, we're in we're in Ohio, and uh, this character of Sam, who's like this short, he's got like an orange jumpsuit on with this uh, uh, like a, potato sack. Yeah, almost uh, like a scarecrow. Kinda. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, like oversized. Yeah, and uh, he's carrying around uh, a fucking a sack, trick or treat bag, and a like a sucker. Yep, with a like a bite taken out of bite it. bite taken out of it. The opening credits is like this animation with like comic books and everything. It's kind yeah, of a cool it, it's animation. Cool. Um, but anyway, the movie proper opens up and we get this couple and they're coming home from like a Halloween party. Like a parade or something. something. Or, yeah, a block party kind of thing. And the wife is very like, fuck Halloween. Yeah, she's over it. She she wants to start taking decorations down right away, which I thought was fucked up. There were still trick-or-treaters out. Right. What? Like, that's what I thought, too. And I was like... It's Halloween night. It's you do Halloween that, do night. Do that in the morning. Yeah, like, or the next couple of days. Like, yeah. it's like the day after Christmas when people take their tree down. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Let's keep it up till New Year's. You keep it up till after New Year's. Yeah. Keep it up till at least February. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> President's Day is when you take all the shit Labor Day. Off. Now you've gone too far. <laughs> um, anyway, they come home. Uh, she blows out the uh, pumpkin, like the jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. And the husband's like, wait, 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 don't blow that out. And she's like, why? And he's like, because it's... It's like tradition or it's, like, it's bad luck or it's something. bad luck. And she's like, fuck your bad luck. Blows it out. She blows it out. And... Uh, Kids are still trick-or-treating, but she's taking fucking decorations down. Meanwhile, uh, her husband's like, he's horny. Yeah, and she's like, you go upstairs. <laughs> Put the tape on. Put the tape on. He's like, oh, boy. Guy goes up to watch porn, I guess. Jerk off. He passes <laughs> Fall out. Asleep. He falls Z-Z-Z-Z-Z. asleep. Z-Z-Z-Z. Uh, woman's downstairs, and she's taking down the decorations. Someone's watching her from across the street, too. Yeah. And he's got, like, a mask on. It's like a fucking serial killer-looking motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and she, they make eye contact. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's staring at me, staring at me. Goes on like maybe a little bit too long, and then all of a sudden a car comes to pick him up. It's just some dude. just some kid. Yeah, yeah, just waiting, getting there. picked up by his friends. And she's like, oh, thank God. And that you know that that moment in a horror movie always means that the real the next coming. thing is coming like right after. Yeah. yeah. Like, for somebody who doesn't like Halloween... They go all out. They had a bunch of fucking decorations in their yard. Like I think it was more his thing, though. I know, but then why is it? Why is she taking them down? She should have been like, you fucking take them down. Yeah, exactly. Because you know that's how it would work in real life. Anyway, so she's taking down, like, these uh, ghosts that they had. Like, yeah. she, just um, sheets. Mm-hmm. On sticks, almost like scarecrows. Yeah, and she takes them down, and the next one, like, attacks her. Yeah. Something's under the sheet. Well, it's Sam. Yeah, because we see the lollipop, I think, yeah, right? And, and he stabs, stabs her. her with it. Yeah. yeah. He comes outside. The guy, the husband, he like wakes yeah. up. He's like, oh, oh, oh. what the hell's going on? What the hell's going on? 
and he sees uh, all the Halloween decorations are like still up or back up or whatever. And he's like, "What?" And he uh, sees his dead wife is hanging there with uh, the sucker, sucker inside like of her stuffed head. in her mouth. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this is when the and that's when we get the opening scene. credits Sorry. with the comic book and yeah. the yeah. The music's very Danny Elfman esque yeah, uh, in those opening credits. A little bit. Who did the music? They fucking guy. Douglas Pipes. The pipes. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the score on vinyl. It's pretty oh, yeah. good. Yeah. The next one involves this like principal and he's at home. There's like this fat kid, the kid from fucking, Bad Santa. Fucking Thurman Merman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never saw Bad Santa too, but Bad Santa. The oh, first it's one. so funny. Oh God. I love that movie so much. <sighs> Billy Bob Thornton's such an asshole. Oh, he's, he's great in that movie though. Thurman Merman. <laughs> anyway, this fat kid, he's like going around like destroying like, like smashing pumpkins, jack o' lanterns, yeah. and and uh, take it like those people that leave candy and then yeah, like, take, take a piece. One, and yeah. he t- he's that asshole who takes, takes all. the whole bowl. Yeah, I used to go trick or treating with assholes like this. Oh yeah, and I was always the nice kid who was like, I'll take, I'll take two, right? <laughs> yeah, like it says take yeah, one. Yeah, I was always good. I'll be a little risque and take <laughs> take two fucking tootsie living rolls. on the edge. Fucking, but, I'm taking two Smarties, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are my pills. Like, I always pretend like they're my pills. Yeah. Oh, I'm so wasted. I have an opioid addiction. <laughs> All the games we would play. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, I went trick-or-treating with assholes like this. And they were like, hey, it's fucking bull, man. Just dump it all in there. I'm like, you're a dick. I go, what about the people behind us? I don't care. Fuck them. like, why are we 16 still trick-or-treating? <laughs> uh, anyway. So he goes to do that. He gets caught by this principal. This is that uh, fucking Dylan. Uh, Dylan uh, Baker. Baker actor. He's always a pedophile <laughs> in my head. In like, your head? Uh, because he was in that movie um, Happiness. Yeah. And he played a pedophile. Gross. Oh, God. It's a good movie. Yeah. It, I mean. Depressing. It's it's too bad for that actor. Because <laughs> like every time I look at him, I'm like, you're a pedophile. Because a pervert. Yeah. Anyway. He... Uh, he catches the kid. He catches the kid. And he's like, that can't be good for your diabetes. Nope. And he's like, hey, sit down. Eat your candy. I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah, let's talk. And he proceeds to bore the shit out of this kid, telling him about his fucking childhood or some shit. Yeah. Well, the kid ends up starting to get sick. Yeah. And just projectile vomits blood. Linda Blair's like, holy shit, that's a lot of throw <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> Like he throws up and it's like blood, right? Yeah. It was gross. And, and, chocolate. and then the, yeah, the principal's like, yeah, always check your candy. Yep. So oh. you didn't follow the rules yep. and uh, he did. Yep. He, so drag, now, he drags his body inside. Yep. And so now he's out back like digging a fucking hole or the hole's already dug. Yeah. It's already dug. Throwing a, he's throwing a body in there. Yeah. It's presumably this kid, right? Charlie. And, uh, the neighbor's dog. Yeah, is like peeking under the fence and barking. Yeah, so uh, so the principal throws like a finger. Yeah, at the dog. Like, here, eat this. Yeah, go fetch. Well, the neighbor, uh, is all, Mr. Krieg, is like, what the fuck's going on out there? He's like, I'm an NRA. <laughs> I got an NRA card in my pocket. <laughs> and a shotgun over my mantle. Yeah. Uh, he goes, it smells like a dead whore over there. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm cleaning it up. And he's like, all right, well, tell your kid to stay out of my fucking yard. Meanwhile, this principal's kid, Billy, Billy is like, Dan, I go, we do a jack or what? I'm going to carve the jack He's like, Billy, shh. He's like, Quiet. why? Go, he goes, go watch Charlie Brown. He goes, Charlie Brown's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was a great line. <laughs> um, Billy's like annoying as shit, right? 
And the dad's getting more and more frustrated. And we've just seen the dad kill this fucking fat kid, right? Yeah. So now we're like, oh, shit. He's going to kill his <laughs> He's going to kill his son. Well, anyway, as the dad's like pissing and moaning about his kid, he's like, can we try the jack o lantern Why is mom dead? You know? Like, Why is mom dead? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, so now we know mom's dead also. Oh, God. Anyway, he buries everything uh, the principal does. And he, nice little pile of dirt, water. Waters the tree that he plants there and goes back into his house. As he goes back into his house, Mr. Krieg, he sees through the through the, a window. The window, and he's like, Help, help. And he's like, Fuck he off. Yeah, screw you. And just <laughs> and goes, goes inside. inside. And then we see something like jump and like tackle Krieg. Yeah. And we're like, Oh, okay. I'm sure we'll come back to that. Yep. Uh anyway, so he goes inside and uh Billy's there and uh he tells Billy that he has a date later. So he can't do uh, whatever. He can't go trick-or-treating with him or something. Yeah, But uh, he does well, say... Well, he's carved the, the jack-o'-lantern. He'll carve the jack-o'-lantern. So they go down into the basement. And uh, the dad grabs a knife. Yeah, and he kind of caresses the back of his son's head. And you're like, ooh. And then he like pulls the knife up and he slams it down. And he pulls it back and the knife is covered with blood. And we're yep. like, oh, fuck. He killed his son. But it pans out. And Billy's still alive. And he says to... Uh, the dad, he's like, you need to help me with the eyes. Yeah, I always struggle with the eyes. And we look, and it's fucking Charlie's head. And they're <laughs> Thurman carving, Merman. They're fucking carving a jack-o'-lantern into Thurman Merman's fucking head. <laughs> and Billy's just as much of a psychopath as Yeah, his he's dad real excited is. about it. Crazy. Mm. So that's that story. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> There's a group of trick-or-treaters that uh, we see periodically throughout uh, some of these stories in the mm-hmm. movie like i said this this all happens kind of out of sequence but uh they're going from house to house i think they go to the principal's house they, they do yeah they go to another one of their teachers house who's having like an orgy oh yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> the one kid says coach taylor was in a hot dog costume but fucking a pig <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's right uh, um but yeah they say they're collecting jack-o'-lanterns for uh unicef which is so weird yeah i thought they collected pennies by the way when I was a kid, uh, I must have been like seven years old. We went trick-or-treating for UNICEF. Yeah. But it wasn't on Halloween. Hmm. That's fun. It was so bizarre because like... Dust we, off your costume? like on- Well, no. It was like the day before or the day after Halloween. Yeah. And so we'd go to these people's house and we were like, trick-or-treat for UNICEF is what we'd say. And they'd be like, is it Halloween? And we're like, no. We're trick-or-treating for UNICEF. And they were like, okay... And then we have to like collect pennies and yeah. shit. Do they ever give you like leftover candy? Like, oh, here, take some candy while you're at it. Yeah, but some of them were like, uh, I didn't realize it was Halloween. And we're like, it's not Halloween. You fucking asshole. Like, it was just a few days ago. <laughs> like, How drunk were you? Yeah, exactly. It's like, how, we, how fast do you think time goes by? It's already next Halloween. <laughs> it's what like I wrong have a with can you? that says UNICEF. Yeah. But we did that. But that, it would be funny if you were, like scratched in like this gives me an idea every day and every day like <laughs> trick or treat for UNICEF yeah <laughs> I didn't even know what the fuck UNICEF was I was just like seven and I was like oh I get to dress I dressed up as a vampire <laughs> I'm a vampire <laughs> <laughs> give me give me pennies <laughs> oh fuck there's a picture I posted the, I posted the picture on the swearwolves of me and my you in the vampire costume yeah and that was from the day that we did oh, it that's awesome anyway so these kids are trick-or-treating and they're collecting pumpkins for UNICEF. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to give pumpkins to UNICEF people, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, they go over to Ron, this girl Rhonda's house, who's got a shit ton of pumpkins. Like everywhere. In her front yard. It's pretty cool. Jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. One kid calls her Rhonda the retard. Yeah. And then they're like, she's not retarded. She's uh, an idiot savant or something. And uh, so there's like these two girls uh, and two boys. So it's Macy, Sarah, Chip, and Schrader. And they pick up Rhonda. I don't know which one it was, Macy or Sarah, who's like the leader. I think it's Macy. And she takes them down to this old rock Like a quarry. quarry. Yeah. And uh, she tells everybody the story of this school bus massacre that happened 30 years ago. Yeah. And uh, the bus driver was driving around uh, kids, that special needs kids. Right. On, on Halloween. Yeah, and they're all wearing costumes and stuff. As the story goes, is all their parents were sick and tired of... Of, of the kids just being a burden on them. Yeah. And so they paid the bus driver... Yeah, to kill the kids. To drive the bus into the quarry and kill them. Yep. And he does... But while he's doing that, one of the kids actually takes control of the bus. He's got them all chained up, and he's like giving them candy to like, try to calm them down. I guess. One of them is like, oh, I want to go home. I want to go home. And he gets into the driver's seat, and he floors it, and they all, they all crash in there. Into the quarry. Bus driver escapes. Yeah, but all the kids drowned. But all the kids die. So now this Macy girl's like, we're going to go lay these pumpkins out to kind of honor the dead. Yeah. And uh, they take this elevator down into the rock quarry, but only three of them can go at a time. So Rhonda's back there with one of the other kids and uh, this kid, he's dressed up as a pirate. He's like, I don't want to go down there. He's like freaking out. <laughs> yeah. And Rhonda's like, it'll be okay. So they go down there and they they hear screaming. And like, what the hell? So Rhonda's like, I'll go investigate it. So she goes and investigates it and out from the water pops like these zombie kids. Yeah. And she's like, oh, she's shit. like, Fuck. No. she goes running. She trips, like, breaks her glasses, trips, falls. Oh, she goes, she hits back. her head. She goes back and sees the, the kid with the, his intestines out. Yeah. And she's like, fuck, he's getting eaten. And she's like, ah, she runs. She hits her head. Yeah. Starts bleeding. Oh, it's just a practical joke. Yeah. All the kids like take off their masks. Like, hey, it was just us. We it were was just goofing. us. We were fucking with you. Cause that Macy girl's a fucking bully. Yeah. And she's a bitch. <laughs> she's the worst. She did this to like pick on this Rhonda girl. Yeah. So and the one guy I can't remember which one. He's like really apologetic. He's like, "You guys are awful. Like this like, was so mean. Like, yeah, leave we her alone." Go. Well, then all of a sudden, all the real fucking kids from the bus <laughs> pop up. Yep. Oh shit. And they start killing all of them. Yeah. Rhonda gets to the elevator shaft and she's got the keys and they're like, "Let us in. Let us in." And she's like, "Deuces." <laughs> yep. Fuck you. And she goes up and they all get eaten. And she grabs her pumpkin and puts it in her fucking wagon and rolls away. Yep. Good. Yeah. Those fucking assholes deserve to. Got their comeuppance. <laughs> That's a one thing. A lot of times in horror movies, that happens. Have you ever noticed that? There's oh, like, not yeah. really like a moral, but it's always like, mm, yeah, those people deserve to die. Like, exactly. Uh, there's a lot of people in horror movies that die that deserve to die. <laughs> like some horror movies, you're like, well, maybe yeah. not, but. No, a lot of times they're just assholes. <laughs> yeah. Like, like horror movies tend to be like revenge. Like, okay, Carrie is a horror movie, right? Everybody who dies in that movie deserved it. Yeah, they're all awful. Like, except for Carrie. Carrie dies, yeah. but whatever. Yeah, you got to go down with the ship. <laughs> yeah, sometimes <laughs> you gotta you gotta break a few yolks if you want to make an omelet, right? That's right. <laughs> anyway, surprise party is the next one, and uh, this is the one with uh, Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin. Yeah. 
And she's with her sister and two other friends, and they're all like in sexy costume. Well, not her so much, but the other ones, they're like. Yeah, and they're at a costume store, which I thought was kind of weird. Like on Halloween. And it's fucking packed. It's packed. When there's like a kid that's peeping on him, yeah. that was actually Quinn Lord. Oh, was like, it? Like just as in like himself, at, not yeah. as Sam. That's cool. Yeah. These girls, they're like, you know, slutty fucking. Like Dorothy. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Slutty Dorothy. Snow White or something like yeah. that. And uh, then Anna Paquin comes out. She's dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, and it's very modest. Yeah. And um, they buy their costumes. And they kind of give her shit. They're like, you're going to be a virgin forever. Like, stop being so modest. She's like, I'm waiting for the right guy. Yeah. And uh, her sister, like, picks up on the cashier. Yeah. She's She's like, like, what time do you get off? party in the woods. Okay. And he's like. Like every other guy in the world. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. A bunch of hot An chicks. attractive woman wants to party with me? tits popping out. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, hey, I'm in. I'm in. You want to party? Yeah, I'll be like, yes. Fucking party, 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 party. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they uh, they go out to this uh, fucking parade that's happening. You talked about that earlier. Yeah. Like uh, that that couple was coming back from. In mm-hmm. fact, I think, don't we see the couple walking around at some point in yeah, time we do, during we do. this story? Yeah. They go out to this parade and uh, Anna Paquin's like, look. I'm going to hang out here and try to pick up a guy. You guys go to the party and I'll meet you there. Yeah. And they're like, all right, just be careful. So her friends go and they're partying out in the woods with all these guys and other girls. And uh, she's back there at this parade and she sees potential guys. And then no, Uh, they're either with somebody or Mm -hmm. they turn out to be doofuses or whatever. (laughs) Meanwhile, there's like this other dude. Uh, with a mask on and very mysterious uh who we see in a back alley uh he's got fucking he's a vampire yeah yeah he's got fangs and uh he kills somebody yeah they're like making out and then he bites her yeah yeah and kills her and she tries to get away but no nope. nope. and nobody realizes it because it's, it's halloween. halloween and even puts her dead body like on a bench and nobody even notices that she's dead No, because she's next to a bunch of other passed out people yep. who are drunk this town really likes it's halloween yeah, I, I want to check this place out. I want, I want to live in this this town, minus the murders. <laughs> so Anna Paquin sees this mysterious stranger, right? And then uh, she loses him. So she's like, meh, whatever. She goes walking through the woods. So very little Red Riding Hood, mm-hmm. right? She's dressed as that. She's walking through the woods. Um, and she hears a noise. Uh-oh. She's like, come out. I know you're there. And uh, all of a sudden, this fucking vampire comes out. Yeah. And he and says, what big eyes you have. Yep. And he attacks her. Yeah, we hear her scream. Yep. And back at the party in the woods, everybody hears this scream. And the girls look up and they're like, oh, oh shit. fuck, Anna Paquin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever her character's name is, <laughs> right? Uh, her character's name is Lori. Lori. She's like, uh, Lori. And then a body comes flying out of nowhere and lands. And it's got the hood on and everything. And they're like, Lori. She's dead. And they lift the hood up, and it's fucking... It's the fucking principal. Well, it's the vampire guy. Yeah. And they take his mask off, and it's the fucking principal. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And uh, he's like, ow, help me. He's like whining. They pull out his fucking fake fangs, because he's not a real vampire. He's just a psychopath. He's an asshole. And uh, then all of a sudden, Anna Paquin shows up, and they're like, all right, Let's get this shit started, the girls say. And we look around. All of a sudden, there's all these dead... All the boys are dead. They're all dead. And all the girls are there. 
And then the girls all fucking transform into fucking werewolves. Fucking werewolves. And this is cool because it's kind of like that gargoyle transformation, except for even fucking grosser. Yeah, yeah, because they like rip out of their skin. Their skin like rips off and they just peel it off and yeah, like throw almost it aside. Like, like their sleeves of yeah. just flesh. It's crazy. And I thought like, well, how do how do they get them back on? <laughs> like, yeah, how's this work logistically? I don't know. <laughs> but everybody transforms. Yep. And then they Anna Paquin the like mounts the guy and she's like, you're my first. Mm. And then she eats him. Yep. So it was like her coming out party, her, right? Her, yeah, her werewolf virginity. Fucking, she was like, Laheim, drink up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, fucking awesome. Yeah. What I mean, it's a twist, but I mean, like, I don't know. I can't remember the first time I saw it. Obviously, I know it now, but what a what a great it's fucking cool. twist on that. Like, she's dressed as Little Red Riding Hood, but she's the fucking She's wolf. the big bad wolf. Yeah. And yeah. this fucking guy. Again, another fucktard who gets his comeuppance. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? All these other guys who were at the party that died, they also deserve it. They're just they're trying to get laid. Whole, they're just trying to get laid. Yeah. yeah. Taking advantage. There you go. Don't do women. it. Sam. <laughs> Last story. Last. Is it? Kind of. Kind of. Mr. Krieg lives next door. We're back to this guy. Yeah, he's a real curmudgeon, this one. Oh, fuck. Real, real cranky. Yeah. He uh, scares away trick-or-treaters. Um, his dog's got a steals costume. Steals their candy. Yeah. Yeah, his dog's got a costume with, like, lights on it. Yeah, so, so it's like glowing eyes. Yeah, and so these trick-or-treaters get scared, and then he takes their candy, and he goes in, and he eats it. Someone eggs his house and uh, puts a bunch of jack-o'-lanterns in his fucking uh, lawn. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? And he sees like this movement mm-hmm. going on around in the yard. Um, and this is when he goes out this to one, his yeah, backyard. Yeah, when he interacts with the principal. And he yells at him. Yeah. And, uh, and that's why he says, tell your kid to stay out of my yard because he thinks it's the neighbor's mm-hmm. kid. All right. So he goes back inside and uh, it's fucking Sam. Yep. And Sam attacks him. And like this battle goes on fight. for a long time. Right? <laughs> yeah, it does. And uh, they're fighting, and he's getting the shit beat out of him. He even rips off Sam's yeah, mask. Yeah, he looks like pumpkin head. Yeah, he's got, I mean, like, literally a pumpkin head. Not, yeah. like, fucking pumpkin head look like nothing yeah, no, like this a looks pumpkin. like an actual pumpkin head. <laughs> like, this look, he had a fucking jack-o'-lantern as a head. Yeah. He um, shoots him a few times, but nothing happens. He doesn't die. Mm-mm. Sam goes to stab Krieg with the the broken lollipop or whatever, but uh, it insta- instead it stabs into a candy bar. Yeah, and then Sam takes it and he uh, eats it. Yeah, and he's like, "We good." And then he uh, fulfilled like the rules of like trick or treating. You, you have candy. to hand out the candy. So Sam spares his life. Well, we find out that Krieg was actually the bus driver. Ooh, twist of those fucking kids. So Sam gets out of there. Krieg heals up his wounds yeah he's all bandaged up yep and then uh and he's being very generous now with trick-or-treaters yep. like now giving him handfuls of candy and he's giving him handfuls of candy and uh he sees Rhonda pulling that cart this is the end of the movie now yeah right so that story ended uh now we're at the like, conclusion of the movie mm-hmm. and he looks out of his door and he sees Rhonda pulling the wagon with the pumpkin in it uh he sees um billy Dressed up like his dad. Dressed up like his dad. Yeah, like Handing that. candy out because his dad's out. Partying. Well, getting getting get killed. killed. <laughs> Killing and getting killed. He sees uh, Lori, uh, the little red riding hood, and her girlfriends in a car. 
because they have to break to let Rhonda cross mm-hmm. the street and they drive off. Um, and then he sees Sam watching the neighbor who's blowing out the pumpkin candle yep. from the beginning of the movie who full, lives across the street. Full circle. And Krieg's just like, what a night. <laughs> Closes the door. Ding dong. Goes out to hand out candy again. Who's standing there? Those zombie kids from the bus. Yep. They're all resurrected. Actually, trick or treat. Yep. And uh, Krieg is getting, gets his gets fucking got. shit Gets his comeuppance 30 years later. <laughs> yep. Exactly. They should go kill their parents, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe they did. Yeah. They should be the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Killing all their parents. By the way, some of those masks that those kids wear, they sell at Spirit. Oh, do they? Like the little squirrel mask or whatever it oh, was. Yeah, the yeah. chipmunk mask. They sell some of those. They got the rights for trick or treat, uh, mm-hmm. like like I said. And uh, uh, besides the Sam stuff, they have different various other costumes. That's cool. So that's the end of the movie. Um, I'll go first with this one. I think that this is my favorite anthology film. Yeah, okay. I watch it probably every year, mm-hmm. especially around this time of year, uh, around Halloween time. And um, I just think the writing and the directing, the acting, and the editing. I think also uh, adds to it. The music is really good. Um, the effects are really good. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like too computer generated. There's a little bit of that with the, the werewolf, werewolf transformation. A little bit. Uh, but it's Anna not bad. Paquin. Yeah. Uh, but most of it looks really good and really practical. I The pacing is really good. The story's just like pop. And it's a pretty short movie. It's probably an hour and a half tops. And none of them seem long. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's good. Like you said, good pacing. Four and a half heads. Dude, I'm four and a half also. There you go. I love this movie. It's um, almost, it's not perfect. No. But, but damn, it's, it's so close. good. And how this movie wasn't a hit and how it didn't get a wide release just blows my mind because it's so good and it's so fun. Yeah. Um, it looks amazing. Like it just looks like fall. Very professional too. Yeah. Like it's very shot very well. Yeah. For all the reasons you said, it is just a great movie, and it's one I come back to every single year. Yep. Uh, yeah, four and a half. Look at us. Agreeing on everything, David. <laughs> Again, it's like I said, autumn's here, David's birthday, beginning of Halloween season. It's fall magic. It's the best time of year. If you want to contact us, how can they contact us, David? Uh, we got a bunch of ways. Uh, if you're on Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, or TikTok, just search The Swearwolves. Uh, on Instagram, we are The Swearwolves Podcast, and we have The Swearwolves YouTube channel. Uh, we have our website, theswearwolves.com, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, something else I wanted to mention, because we've had this forever, but I've, I always forget to bring it up. Uh, we also have a phone number. If you ever want to call and leave us a voicemail, uh, we just let it roll the voicemail so you don't have to worry about uh, us hey, hey, answering or anything. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey, this is Brett. <laughs> this is Dave. What do you want? <laughs> uh, the number is 623-282-1851. Leave us a message if you have any requests or if you uh, have something, a question. Uh, you know, Maybe we'll play it on a future episode. And Or if you have just comments, you want to say, you guys are assholes. Yeah, you guys suck. We won't call you back. Yeah, no. <laughs> we'll take your number down and then we'll sign you up for a bunch of bullshit and <laughs> solicitors call you. <laughs> now we won't do that. Uh, so for the swear wolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm going to go fuck a gargoyle. <laughs>
I might put the remake in there and swap it with like five. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, I'll get out of here. <laughs> See you. Just leave. All right. You can just do all of the David parts <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> Hope you brushed up on your dick jokes. <laughs> yeah. You got big shoes to fill, mister. I do. I do. Ooh, good neck crack. Ooh, even better. It like came out of your mouth. Yeah. It's like I opened my mouth and it like made it echo. It was like a seashell. Ooh. That's my jaw. That's awesome. This is my dick. <laughs> this is my dick. Thump. <laughs> my pee-pee. That was, that was a little weak one. Yeah, so oh. it should be like a... There you go. <laughs> You're like, this is my dick. <laughs> this is my little brick. <laughs> boop. Boop, boop, beep, boop. Maybe pop, maybe pop a balloon with that. <laughs>